Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back or vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of a Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the heroes had accepted the task of reassembling Soljo Ward's holocron. Their first stop took them to Arboween to seek an old acquaintance of his who may be in possession of the missing kyber crystals. Before they could find their way, however, the party crossed paths with a bear sloth and came out on the other side worse for wear. They found respite and help with traveling merchants who were willing to share more than just wares. They learned that their destination, Qualos, was near, but with civil unrest in the population, would they find welcome? Would they find the missing crystals? Find out on this week's episode, String Theories. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system. The Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure, as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 1, Episode 2, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Oh, hello there. I'm Skip Gobi, the Caloran Seeker Hermit. And so far, I've flown a ship, I helped keep a very cute animal from eating my new friends, and I have a new friend in a tiny box. Everything is so exciting. I think all of our troubles are behind us, right, Cash? Sure, all of our troubles. There will definitely be no more fighting, no more temptations, definitely e easy from here. I'm Cash, the Trandoshan Seer, and uh, besides our problems being gone... I can move Hillary with my mind. <laughs> you, you know, I, I didn't I didn't find it that funny the first time. Uh, and now that you're suspending me eight feet in the air while I'm trying to make some calf, I do not appreciate it. S sorry, j just, just practicing. I'll put you down now. Lovely, lovely. Practice with a rock. Leave me alone. I'm Hillary, Lord High Lord Hillary, who is not used to such indignities. And I'm I'm a teacher. I, I will guide these wayward children. And Kesh. <laughs> Although I feel that Koba Koba marches to his own rhythm. On his hands. Sad sax cue. Yeah. You say that like there's something wrong with it. It's because you humanoids walk on your feet. You can't even use all of your appendages. I can walk on me hands. I'm Koba, the Doug investigator. And I'm just going to be over here grumpily reloading my revolver. I feel like to keep in, in the, the, the theme of skip just kind of missing all this force stuff so far that when you lifted hillary up skip saw something colorful and started like following a butterfly or something didn't notice oh a distraction i'm just a cartoon character it's fine you're amazing to learn more about our heroes we get one to ask another a question this time it's skip's turn oh sorry i missed all the rest of that uh kesh you were talking about something. Uh, but I do have a question for you. Yes. All right. So, but no, God, I'm, I'm not asking that. Uh, forgot what I was going to say. Um, well, what do you like to do for fun? You know, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? It's not a question I get very often. <sighs> Christine's mind is blanking. What did Kesh do? What did Kesh do for fun back in the day? I just kind of assumed you'd blow Skip off. I'm, I'm thinking Kesh played um, a sport. 
One of those <laughs> really violent sports. Did Kesh have a hobby in the other campaign? I don't. I don't remember her. Ha- like this is the Ketchens. <laughs> I play. I played her before. I should just be able to mine from a past campaign. I. I mostly. Well, I got on people's nerves. I mean, right? It's a hobby. There was some. There was the unfortunate attempt at a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I actually, I, I think I know the direction to take this in. Just make make poor Skip feel uncomfortable. Well, I haven't had much time to do it lately. Uh, much time to do it lately, but I like to hunt. Yeah, find various different creatures and try different meats and find uses for the hide. And what well, what kind of creature is Gudge anyway? <gasps> I just remembered I had to ask Hillary a question. Uh, later. <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> and suddenly for breakfast, we're having sarfin soup. No! <laughs> mock. Mock sarfin soup. Okay. It's like crab rangoons where there's just like no actual crab in there. In the shape <laughs> of a sarfin. What have we done to this episode? <laughs> Started out strong. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, and now it is time for us to get to Destiny Pool. And it's kind of um, ridiculous today, audience. We rolled seven light side points. No I mean, dark I side. I rolled two light side. Again. Cash with the slacker. Oh, you're right. Oh, no. It's because we're Well, all... I mean, can you really see her rolling two light side points? Look, Kesh, your roll was your roll was good. It just wasn't up to the standard of the rest of the party. So Work on that. <laughs> so, 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 I'm afraid you have so to go So just like that, I'm out? Look, it's just because we're I, all I such good people is. with no conflict and no ability, no, no, no dark side potential in us at all whatsoever. Shining and golden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're paladins, the whole lot of us. <laughs> so far, so good. I mean, uh, we're quite a few sessions in, and we only have a couple of conflicts. Speak for uh, yourself. Each, we're we're not doing too bad. I think you got no. one, right? No. What? I didn't have a chance to ask. Oh, that's it. The gonna, that that's it. New mission: <laughs> bring Hillary down. This episode. <laughs> no. That yep. sounds very cash-like. Stop being so darn happy all the time. Kind of does. Well, didn't you just bring Hillary down because you lifted him up? Not that feet? you noticed. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was I'm horrible. A I'm a terrible human <laughs> being. Yep, yep, this is this oh, episode. No, just, just the joke was horrible. <laughs> if I remember correctly where we had left off, you were just breaking camp from staying out overnight with a traveling group of merchants that had just departed Qualos. Yeah, I had just got done making our new avian traveling companions very uncomfortable. Yeah, and someone finished giving Cash a anti-venom on account of the whole bear sloth thing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, what, that crit is gone, so now I've just got a bunch of wounds. But less strain yep, than you okay. could have. Yep, I am good on strain. I'm at max capacity. In fact, my strain threshold's gone up by one thanks to a only 15 po- XP grit. <laughs> only marginally overpriced. Yeah. It's never going away. Nope. <laughs> nope. That is, that is still kind of a steep price for a grit. Is this next morning? Yeah, I'm thinking that this is the next morning. I'm assuming that you have a campfire sort of starting up to cook the morning meal and... The caravan is starting to make up so that they can start on their way to the next village. The Njaros, as they get up on their Travixes and get ready to head off into the expansive jungle that is Arbuene. Can I assume that they took all my money since I didn't actually have the full hundred? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't want to deprive them of their livelihood. That's just in poor taste. Uh, it was what it was a hundred credits for the it was this mm-hmm. for the yeah, anti venom. Hundred credits for the anti venom. Do you want me to have paid it instead? No, that's Mostly? fine. I'm fine being broke. 
Okay. Uh, Skip would have given you the difference, but you didn't ask, and so Skip didn't know to tell you. That's okay. That means that I only paid 80 instead of 100. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got it at a discount. It was a pity discount, but it was a discount. I do feel like after they go, and this is not like a systematic thing, this is just Skip is going to wander around the campsite and see if they dropped any feathers. That's not creepy at all, Skip. (laughs) Just... Just to tuck into their little yeah. backpack. Flip of, light side point. Backpack of random oh, randomness. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to flip one of these seven light side points to find <laughs> a pretty feather to stick into my backpack of randomosity. All right. That does sound like a thing that could be done. Okay. The Tarvix is freaking oh, me they're out. They're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Very different reactions here. <laughs> I'm looking at the teeth and the nose and the blood red four it's eyes. It's got like a little batty, batty piggy nose. It's like a... I, I agree with Skip. They're adorable. It's it's like a Chandra fan, but like evil. <laughs> like a pack animal Chandra evil fan. Evil pack animal. Oh, it's I, kind of looks like a pug to me. It's, it's See, very cephalic. <laughs> it's impressive that it ever became a, a pack animal. Now, Skip, what are you intending to do with the feather? Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's just just wandering. Some people collect things, Hillary. Oh, I've I've learned that in my time. Just wondering about the feather. Shall we? I mean, you just never know when you're going to need it or you don't need anything. That's why I, you know, I and then Skip is going to start like just pulling random stuff out of this this backpack there's just like some shiny rocks and nonsense pieces of like uh clearly rusted and not useful anymore tools and things scrap that is a lovely bit of string um maybe we should pack it in though so we can move on to qualis (laughs) oh yeah i was gonna show you because i found yeah sure okay uh, starts shoving everything back in. <laughs> Clearly wanted to show you their like prized possession junk pile. We'll have another night uh, after perhaps we've traveled rather than before. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. At least as long as the locals don't take you uh, flaunting one of their feathers as some kind of threat. I was going to put it in the bag. I would, I would keep it, yes, yes, in, in the bag. Just in case. Cash. Uh, Skip will uh, pull out like a, I don't know, something cloth and kind of wrap it up and then stick it in there. I was really hoping you were going to see you were going to pull out some kind of case. <laughs> no, I almost said book. You know, like you put leaves in the middle of a book, but I realized I wouldn't have a book. But you so, might have like a pencil no. pouch. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Skip's backpack <laughs> is just full of <laughs> back to school supplies. <laughs> the best supplies. And this has been a 10 minute long conversation about my junk collection. We are right. walking now. <laughs> per- yeah, perhaps we should get moving. Because you've had a nice night out under the stars sleeping, hearing the Tarvix's snore. Yeah, I'm figuring that you have gotten a nice proper night's sleep, which would have reset your strain back to zero. Okay. Does that allow us to heal a wound ordinarily? Yes, that would. Okay, and in Kesha's case, because of her, uh, granted, less useful regeneration, but still existent, that'll be two wounds, which she does need. Fair enough. Uh, Leaves her at, she still has four wounds as we begin this day. So, Uh, I believe we'll be following the tree line, crossing a river, and... Shortly thereafter, we will find our base. Perfect. Could I get a easy group survival check? I like the word easy. Koba. <laughs> Koba. Oh, cunning. <laughs> yes, it, it. It. Look, it's embarrassing. I admit, I have been traveled many worlds, navigated through many forests, and yet somehow the dog is better at doing it than me. I can't explain it. Skip was um, offended that you didn't think of them first. Oh, to be clear, that was Ren and not Skip. Oh, okay. 
Sorry. Too bad. <laughs> we'll skip now. I launched no, an in-character defense. <laughs> I wouldn't take it too hard. One jungle is basically like another. Don't compare a city to a jungle. Again, please. Just, just but navigate. there are lots of twists and turns in a city. <sighs> it's, it's not making me feel any better, Hiller. Sorry, friend. Cities are just piles of big, misleading creature comforts. The trappings that we put on civilization to make us think that we're safe. That we're not subject to the galaxy's harsh cycle of predation other things I didn't get my calf this morning so I didn't want to make it because (laughs) our friends were still here it seemed rude since it's bad for them uh so this is a group one I've got a four cunning but no ranks so does anybody have ranks like skip uh yeah Um, I only have the one rank but I'm that is a Non-zero yep. number of ranks. Okay. That is more than, any, than anybody else in the party at the moment. Uh, do you want to roll it, or shall I, Ren? You can go ahead. I have no real bonuses to survival, so I don't know if you had any sort of... Mm, not according to any of my sheet. Heightened awareness doesn't count towards this? <clears throat> or... Mm, I thought no, that was impressive perception and vigilance. Yeah. Whatever it is you have. Yeah, survival is kind of different, if mildly related skill set. It's almost closer to related to streetwise. Yeah. Weirdly. Just survival for a different kind of jungle. Don't encourage (laughs) them. That's a different way to... Well, we are the heroes of the Hydean Way. This is appropriate. On that uh, group survival... um, Oh, should I have rolled... Boosts for Kesh and Hillary. If it uh, was group, yeah. I mean, I bring nothing to the table. Oh no, maybe you do. No, ten to one. I'm the second okay. one. Well, good news. Uh, so, so see, it was uh, it was Kesh all along. <laughs> totally, uh, master tracker. She remembers her old, you know, hunting days, and definitely not Hillary, who's just excited and notices something up ahead, or actually remembered what we were told last night. Yeah, <laughs> Hillary sees something from up high because Cash is continuing to just force lift him occasionally. It's good practice. None of these rocks are are as large. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, so you're making fun wow. of your size again, <laughs> but differently. <laughs> okay, so um, mostly Skip and Koba, <laughs> but I guess also maybe Cash. Someone. <laughs> Um, got one success and four advantage on that survival. Before you looms an Elric tree of truly gargantuan proportions, dwarfing those around it, easily 300 meters across at its base. The trunk rises high into the forest canopy, almost disappearing from sight. This is no mere tree, however, as evident by the many suspended woven orbs, carved structures, and the bridge connecting it to the surrounding trees. This is your destination, the city of Quolos. And at the base, you can see it looks to be a reinforced wooden particulus and a small pair of slits on the side. Almost like arrow slits, but yeah, Star Wars. Do we see people? At the moment, no. You're under the tree, and looking up, now that you realize it and sort of look up, the tree is pretty much all you can see. And yeah, it's got these uh, orbs, and like it's, I don't know, maybe like a kilometer actually across. Like the base itself is 300 meters. So call that like 350 yards across. You're seeing the gate to the city. Maybe we can knock. I think that sounds like a grand idea. Shall I? Knock yourself out. I 
dare say I shall endeavor not to do that. Cash will offer you up her staff for a moment if you want to use that to help knock on the door or the gate. He gives you a look, like, holds up his tiny fist and makes a knocking motion. I think I've got it. All right. They probably won't hear it. I ignore Cash and I walk (laughs) over and knock on the gate, house, door, thing. So this looks to be like a gate that is built into the trunk of a massive tree. Like a redwood is tiny in comparison to one of these Elric trees. Like say a redwood, you can get a lane of traffic through. This, you could get like a six lane highway going through and still not take up the entire width. It's kind of silly. So as you get there, this gateway is about big enough that like two Tarvixes could walk through side by side, and that's about it. Kind of like the team that you had just seen heading off in the other direction. As you knock, you can hear a little bit of a commotion inside, and then these two mottled colored bird people poke their heads out, look down at you with their four eyes, and go, Who, who, who are you here? Why are you at our door? Um, had we actually determined a story we were telling people? Are we looking for specifically that person, or are we just traveling? I don't think we were that smart. Nope, I don't think we have a story. Uh, in that case, yeah, I guess what we're, we're we're just looking for it's um. Well, we're looking for uh, we're looking Jill. for the Mary Allen, Jill? yeah, yeah, J- Jill J- or Gile Cor- Corliss. I mean, uh, can that still just be our reasoning? Do you think anything that's going to get us in trouble? Mm. You've got. Jill Markholf that the Guardian has sent you towards. Mm-hmm. Our friends told us about somebody we could stay with, though. A Jill Corliss. Yeah, that's person. Of that, so that was the last name on my list. But yeah, that's we don't want to deal with that person. We want to find Markholf. Jill Corliss was where the merchants were sending you to sleep and saying that they would take care of you if need be. Okay, so I'm going to roll with that as my lead. Say the name one more time. Jill Corliss. Uh, we were sent to uh, find a Jill Corliss? Cor- Corliss? I believe? Told told they're here. And why would you be coming here to see a farmer like Jill? Well, I was told that uh, Jill would allow us to stay for some uh, work in exchange, and uh, I must be honest, I'm a little out of pocket at this point. He smiles winsomely and turns out his pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't get many people coming to Qualas, so it is somewhat strange to have someone coming here to talk to a farmer. Ah, well, uh, we were camping in the woods, and we met uh, Kirill. Kirill? That was his name, right? Looking over the shoulder. I, I believe so. Yes, I'm sure. Sure that was. Uh, traveling merchants. Oh, 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 yes. The shift from yesterday made mention of them. Yes. All right. If you go up three levels and take the bridge across to the western tree, you should be able to find the mushroom farm there. Ooh, mushrooms. Yes. I thank you for your kindness. He winks. You'll see Sotharia on either side reach up and start yarding down on the thick, vine-like chains that are raising up this particulus. It opens up into a slow spiral that goes up the insides of this giant tree. Oh, it's internal. It's not around the outside. In this case, yeah, no. The gate is internal and as you go up, it then breaks out into a spiral ramp going all the way up, pretty much to the top of the tree. And there are bridges, and as soon as it breaks out, you get into where there are bridges, and it's wide enough that there's actually a causeway to it. There are small 
shops along the side every now and then where a tree branch is heading out or walking path will go along a thick branch going out. And you can see these woven orbs that are like, these are like a story or two tall orbs that look to be like houses or office buildings. They are of considerable size. That's really, really, really cool. Um, While all this has been happening, Skip has basically just been sitting there with their hands over their mouth ever since the guards started talking. Uh, And it's very clear to anyone that has spent any amount of time with Skip so far that Skip is probably trying to stop themselves from just like squeaking and how cute they think they are. So trying to be polite, but it's definitely like... We have learned the sense to just kind of smile and nod and push Skip along. Yeah. Skip is very excited about everything that's happening right now. Skip's just jazzed to be on the show. I'm assuming you follow the directions of the guard. Yes. Um, I think that seems like the best plan since we've never been here before. Uh, are there demarcations for which way is west? Gonna go with yes, but I kind of want to get a easy streetwise check to figure this out. Because there are markings, it's just now you're having to interpret someone else's markings. Mm. So I guess like knowledge, you know, or outer rim or something like that would also be the case. But streetwise also seems to be the thing, or at least the one that jumps to mind. I mean, it is a developed area, so that that kind of makes a lot of sense. I'm still completely useless. I mean, I can give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's kind of your thing, isn't it? Seems that way. Be the findy person. You know how to read. Yep, you got got to find us all the stuff. Yeah, I only have one rank in Streetwise, so easy. You said. Yeah, three successes and two advantage. So I know what direction everything is. Nice. We need that. Everybody's staring at this big like map, <laughs> like they have at the entrance to theme parks or malls or whatever (laughs) and like trying to figure it out and I just walk around to the other side of it and there's a version of the map in basic (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) I'm gonna read this out just on account of it sounds kind of cool and gives a bit better idea of the scale okay Colossus' unique construction means that it differs in many ways from other cities you've seen, like any at all, that you could have visited. Hundreds of meters in diameter, this tree that houses Coloss is massive by any standards. Although it would be impossible for trees on most planets, this Colossus nevertheless encompasses Colossus' layout. The town is raid largely vertical as the tree is many times taller than it is wide. Although not all of the residents of the tree consider them to be truly part of Colossus proper. You can see some smaller trees have been joined to the main trunk by rope bridges. And it's one of these satellite settlements that you've been directed to. Because the town itself is growing beyond what the tree itself can support. As you find your way, you have to go up another ramp and as you do you can also see a few different places that have like a ladder going straight up you can see a few places where things like stairs or the really steep ramps that have like those traction bars on it where it's going across that you can use to step up that sort of stuff as you make your way to the satellite tree you go from what is pretty low down on the main tree over to this other one and you're pretty much at the top of this other tree and you can see a smaller spiral going down but this one is built much more in a stepped fashion it's almost like they've got planks that are set in underneath pretty much like they're planning for this tree to grow out and spread them apart shortly going down you find the Corliss Farm. It starts off as one of these large globes that is there. 
beneath, you can see a couple rope bridges that are coming off to almost literally the side of the trunk or a couple big branches that look to be like support type branches that are going out to hold up the leaves and the canopy on the outside. These branches where those sort of secondary bridges go out to have mushrooms growing up off the side. And it's just sort of going up for a good 150 feet and along pretty much half of one of these really long, thick support branches. One thing, definitely for one of the two advantages, is that you don't immediately notice because it's hard somewhat to notice a lack, but how everyone jokes that Cloud City has no railings, this place has none. Absolute zero railings. Seems pretty normal to me, and I've been all over the galaxy. It's almost like they can glide, like gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, it's like they actually have a reason behind it, unlike everywhere else in Star Wars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just expense. You know, those places have reasons. It's just so that there can be dramatic lightsaber battles there. Just, you know, <laughs> you never Wait know. A minute. Wait a minute. Dramatic lightsaber battles, you say. <laughs> what kind of campaign are we playing again? Uh, I refuse. Are we seeing people at all? Yes. Throughout this place, to a person, you're seeing the wondrous Sathari. So we're like the only. Yeah. Not Sathari here. Cool. That is exactly right. Do they look at us like it's odd? For the ones that are looking up and looking around, yes. The way that they're interacting with you is most people are keeping their eyes down and are moving relatively quickly. There are a fair amount on these causeways because, well, that's where everyone's walking. And every now and then you see a Tarvix ride by with either a cart in behind or a rider on top or sometimes both. But the people look like they're very wrapped up in their own business, that they're able to keep out of everyone's way, but they are not looking around. They're not really that curious. Those that do look up and just sort of take in a little bit of the sights of seeing who's around or making sure that they're not going to run into someone or like they're shopping or something and they catch sight of one of the four of you. They look, they stare for a moment and then quickly turn away. I don't like this stand out too much. Would you like to wear Skip's feather on your head? Would that make you feel better? That's getting what we're here to do done as fast as possible would make me feel better. Agreed. I didn't really see it as much of like a like a hat feather as maybe maybe it could be a quill or something. I I, I don't know. Ooh, are you a writer, Skip? No. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on a as far as why we're here, we're looking for Ward, right? Or we're looking for we're looking for the Mary Allen. With the yeah, but we're looking for uh, for for Mar- Markov, the uh, the Mary Ellen with the connection to Ward. I forget. I don't think he was Ward's Padawan per se. I think he what he intended to make him a Padawan. He right? thought about it, but he was too young, or yeah. something came up before it became an option. I think kind of Order sixty six happened in the middle mm-hmm. of the thing. And this farm we're going to is not necessarily where he is. Just. A place to be. Just a place that we can go while we are here. Yes, that is correct. Unless anyone's really uh, worn out from the long walk. I suggest we start looking around for this Markov as soon as possible. Perhaps we should make um, not so much a home for ourselves as a home base before we go wandering too much. I'm hoping that this Jill could maybe direct us. I agree with Hillary on that. I think we need to get situated before we begin to ask ground. All right. I would think that you would be in favor of getting information. Yeah, that's what I want to go do. Like, immediately. Okay, there's another option. We could split up. Yes! Hillary and I can go establish ourselves with Corliss, and Koba and Skip can ask around and look for Markov. All right. Koba clearly considers this 
very carefully for a little while. <laughs> you know, maybe we should see what this Corliss knows. <laughs> Didn't see any seedy cantinas on our way here anyway. <laughs> If that's what you think is best, Koba. It is. Kesh. Let's go. All of this goes <laughs> just totally above Skip's head. Uh, is there a door to knock on or an obvious main entrance? Coming off of the main ramp going down the trunk, there is a ramp heading out to the bulb structure that would be the main part of this farm. So guess you could walk up and like knock. All right. Hillary will walk up and knock because it's what I do. That's apparently your party role with my tiny. Fists. Yeah. So far. <laughs> Hillary's the one who knocks. Hillary's the one who knocks. <laughs> you can hear some rummaging around. You can even hear like someone yell at door. <laughs> some shuffling around and then thump 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 of feet the door opens of which this looks to be a i'm going to go with almost entirely deep purple with some teal highlighting around the face uh Sathari, that looks to be a little bit more physical in how they are built as opposed to like how the guards were in relation to most of the other people that you've seen. Maybe a bit more guard-like. So he's more of a cast than a Rivali. Sure. What? <laughs> more of a gibberish than a gibberish? It's a Zelda thing. I, I went okay. in there knowing nobody was going to follow. <laughs> Somebody listening will get it. Yeah. Listeners <laughs> write in and tell me that you got my joke. Just nobody at your table. Do they notice me? being short in front of them, or do they see my party behind me first? They look around, they see the party, like, how did they not? And then <laughs> look down. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hello Wave. there. Hello. You are new here. You noticed. What are you doing here? We were directed to your farm as a potential place for us to stay while we are in the city, offering, of course, Fair trade in work, and we were hope. Well, are you Corliss? Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm Corliss. I'm Joe. Okay, to your farm then. I just wanted to get propriety out of the way. I'm I am Lord High Lord Hilary Al Arik, and these are my friends. Gestures for you to introduce. As you say that, she'll do the fairly classic of dragging hands across the front of her work outfit to clean them off. <laughs> like, oh. I liked it. Introduce yourselves. We've worked on this. I'm Cash. Ooh, hello, Cash. Skip. She elbows uh, Skip. Skip? <sighs> That's Skip. Skip looks up from, you know, several feet away and waves. And I'm Koba. Oh, yes. It is a pleasure to meet all you. Uh, to meet Lord Ulrich and their entourage. Yes. Now, <laughs> you said that you would be here to look for work. Normally, well, the way things have gone and the way that they are taxing now, I do sadly need to either work you enough to pay for your room and... Well, do any of you know how to use a harness? Because I don't want to hear of any of you falling. I would feel bad about that. What's the harness on? You. Because we harvest these mushrooms. I'm sure we can figure it out. Wonderful. Grumble, grumble, arboreal species, grumble. You are an arboreal species. Yeah, that's why I'm grumbling. Okay. Thinks I thinks I need a harness. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Look, I'm I'm an amphibian. Leave me alone. <laughs> Both starts with a. 
the normal rent on a room is 10 credits per night per room. If you were able to pay that before, we can most certainly come to that, or I shall have to put you to work. I'm afraid that I can't just open my house up like my friends wish I could anymore. But surely it is your house. Well, it is, but the costs keep going up, especially around here. Inside, before too much gets heard out here. Oh, thank you. Uh, Skip, Skip kind of saunters back up to the group. If it makes it, you know, cheaper, I can always just sleep outside. I don't really need a bed. This is still a city. They might frown on that. I suppose that's fair. But yes, let's just go in. Jill will walk you through the place. It is a large-style farmhouse, like the kind where you'd expect a dozen people to be sitting at the table. Jill will actually lead you through the house and lead you to what very quickly you're able to ascertain as the barn woven ball. Leads you into the top where it's been partitioned off into about five rooms. And on the bottom, you can see where farming equipment and storage is. It seems like you've seen better days. With the way the taxes seem to have been going up of late, it does seem that everyone is struggling around here. The second time you've mentioned taxes. That, uh, recent thing? It feels fairly recent that our good Reeve has decided to take on a new project. A, uh, how was it put? A enhancement of the historical and artistic vibrancy of Qualas. And for that, they're requiring everyone to pay more. As it is guardians who come and collect, who are we but to pay? Ah, I see. Uh, do you see your tax credits at work? We have seen a fair amount, but it seems that recently it has gone more into expanding the Guardians and the Reeves Manor more than it has into the city itself. Ben? Yep. Koba's gonna do that thing he do, which is to say, use the sense power. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a dark side point, uh, or dark side pip, so which I'm going to use. Haha. So yeah, just kind of while as Hillary steps back into the conversation, Kova just sort of takes a moment to reach out with his force abilities and try to get a vibe for this individual's emotional state particularly as they're speaking about this taxation thing and the uh, guardians coming, etc. Well, they definitely seem to be a bit on the fearful side of the guardians. And it's a combination of annoyed and just sort of fate to them that they're having to run an inn out of their farm. Yeah. That the farm's no longer making enough for them to stay solvent even though they're one of the sure. larger farms in the place. These guardians, what happens if you don't pay? Oh, well, first they'll come in and, well, they might rough you up, but if you continue not to, they will either confiscate what they deem is a fair amount, or they will jail you. This doesn't sound so much like a um, typical mayor, so much as maybe... Someone slightly more power-hungry. I think the word you're looking for is imperial. I was thinking tyrant, but I see the vein of your thought. Sorry that's happened to you here. Uh, is it the imperials? Is, is your reeve working with them? And with this, uh, Joe will sort of twist her head a little bit to the side. Imperials? I do not know these Imperials. I've heard of, uh, what was that species? A human, or a few humans come through recently, but 
No. Not Imperials. Not that I know of, anyway. How about the humans, then? No. The Reeve came to us uh, about 20 years ago, and, well, the Reeve started off better because everything calmed down from the fights between the Helshar and the Tumorous. But of late, in the last while, it seems like they've grown listless and are wanting to cause issues. And as they are causing more and more issues, it is hurting businesses and people more and more. Is this Reeve one of your own kind? Local? Oh, no. Uh, what was that? The species, I believe, is called a Mirialin? <sighs> Sidebar. This. Excuse us. Just yeah. one moment, please. I assume Koba, Hillary, and Kesh huddle, and then Koba's like, skip, 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 skip keep him coming. <laughs> oh, I was going to call Skip into the huddle. I was just oh, assuming okay. Skip I'm wasn't sure. could... <laughs> going to immediately understand. What sidebar is? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know. <laughs> How tall are you, Brandon? Doug are about a little over a meter. Three, four feet? Okay, so you are taller than me. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm not quite as small as you because I'm not literally silhouette zero. I'm silhouette one. I'm just very much on the low end of silhouette one. Okay. But yeah, still, I think your average Doug adult is like 1.1, 1.2 meters, I want to say. I don't have it right in front of me, but they're, you know, approximately the size of a nine-year-old human child. (laughs) So there's two short people and two tall people. Weirdly specific. I mean, Anakin. I'd say Skip is firmly average human height. So like 5'10"? Yeah, sure. And Cash is huge. What is Cash? (laughs) I think we'd like 6'3", I thought was determined. She's at least 6'3", yeah. She's she's over 6 feet tall. So no, Um, about 6 feet because they've got sort of the crooked back? Yeah! (laughs) Oh, oh, absolutely. She definitely like... (laughs) Is hunched over. She's shrinking. Yeah, but she she's like six three or six five when she you know can stand up straight, which is like never anymore. So they're actually probably at eye level when you're not standing up straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still taller. <laughs> still taller. So she is six three ish. Yeah, I can't maintain this. So sidebar. Sidebar. <sighs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking? He seems really nice, yeah. That depends. <laughs> I guess not. Sorry. Never mind that the Reeve may be the one we're looking for, no, because what are the odds of two Miriallans on this planet? But, moreover... Then how do we get an audience with the Reeve? Gonna be honest with you, Kesh. We could ask. An audience is not top of my list anymore. I want to look into this further. What do you mean? Something doesn't add up. Do you want me to get our friend in, in the box out to ask what he thinks? <laughs> uh, not not here in this in the living room, of course. <laughs> right, right, right. Miri Allen shows up a couple decades ago and decides to start a aggressively tax-funded arts project and just happened to be connected with the Jedi. Then maybe we need to talk to the Miri Allen about that. You think they'd tell us the truth? I do. I'd say we should probably try. You're concerned about putting us on the Reeves' radar, but we're going to stand out. You said so yourself. We start asking around about this art project or the Reeve. That information will probably still get back to him. No, you're right. That's not my issue, though. There's a difference between trying to hide when we know we can't and going right into the maw of, well, whatever the best analogy would be. I prefer to tackle my problems head on. I think perhaps we should spend the day either paying our board or working to pay our board and learn some more. Not sure we have the luxury of time, Hillary. Well, the lovely thing about working now is it provides us an evening out 
Koba holds up a finger. Which appendage? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm not sure. Probably, probably technically a toe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to turn to Jill. How often do the Guardians come by and uh, collect? Oh, well, they come by once a week, but there seems to be always a group coming around to different shops. There's a dedicated uh, shift of them that they will go around every week and collect up. And, well, they collected from us three days ago, so we expect them back in four. Is it too disruptive if I flip a light side point to see if they can be coming sooner than that? Would that be a light side point? Like here? Yeah, yeah, like to be like, hey, turns out that they should be coming to collect, like, tomorrow. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, you could. I mean, there's that. There's also, if there's all these ones going around, you could probably find the group doing the shakedowns. Oh, I follow. That's just noisier. Than if they come to us yeah. and we have them in a building out of sight. Yeah. The other problem, though, is if we, if we do that, then we're also um, dragging Jill into this as well. Well, I guess meta question, would we want to make use of that opportunity or should we just leave it alone in terms of spinning a force point? I think it has a lot of promise because obviously we can learn more from the, the Guardians and you're right that way have them off the beaten path as it were so I I think it's a good opportunity it's just a question of what we can end up doing with it because even if if we can't confront them I guess we could still talk to them or observe them we might find out if like the the group has been given any sort of special information about us because yeah like we, we were asking how to get to this guy's farm right so yeah yeah like the by all accounts, the Reeves should already know where we are, probably. Yeah. So it might let us gauge if his goons have been given any special instructions mm. in regards to us. I mean, we could probably find that out also just by going on walkabout. Let's go to the shop, pick up some calf, maybe. That's true. Find out what the art project is. That's true. Um... The thing I would want to get specifically out of the guys who come to the farm is whether or not they've been given any direction to retaliate against Jill for for lodging us at all, even if we haven't made noise yet. Uh, uh, just to see if any outsiders are punished. But if that's the case, that there were kind of th- those standing orders for outsiders, wouldn't the guards of the gate have turned us away? No, I don't think it would be standing orders for outsiders, just... Because we have asked around a bit already about why we're here. Well, about Corliss, we haven't really asked anybody about Markov except for Jill, right? Well, and even Gavin only asked Jill about Markov. That's true. Yeah. So I, I, I think it might be too pre- premature for that. Get away is uh, leave it at the four days, ask around, start stirring up some trouble, and see what happens then. Or, you know what, if we start attracting more attention to ourselves, or if there is an issue, they might just show up anyway, in which case we're not spending yeah, that was kind of my thought, was well, just, you know. Yeah, we're, we're just letting it more naturally happen. Sure. It was an interesting idea. I just don't think we've we've stirred the pot enough. All right. Time in? Yep. So our last question was asking about when they're coming, so they're coming in four days. Coming in four days-ish. Depending on how like rigid their schedule is, but it's money. It's probably pretty rigid. Probably for Jill's demeanor, you've noticed that as soon as the front door closed, Jill seemed a bit more relaxed, and then as soon as she got you to the barn, she became even more relaxed, and that's where most of the questioning has gone on, and that's where she's mm-hmm. been seeming to willingly answer everything. You do also hear a Tarvix in the barn below. I'm impressed we got skipped to the room then. <laughs> um, I would like to walk over to our host and what's the what what is the room we're in? Is there like chairs, a bench, a box I can sit on? So there's five bedrooms 
that each have a large-ish bed or mattress type thing in it. And in the center, it has a bunch of backless chairs and a table in the middle. So, like, call it six chairs and a table that they're situated around. So there's a common area. And off to the side, there's a uh, water pitcher. Oh, well, in that case, I will pour a couple of glasses of water, one for me and one for our host. And I will walk over the table and set one kind of toward Jill. I don't know where she's standing and park it at the table and invite her to kind of come and sit down. I'm sure you don't have a lot of time to be spending with us, but I just would like to know you. Perhaps you could tell us a bit more about how things work around here. Oh, well, what do you mean about how things work around here? And she'll come over and she'll start uh, drinking the water, but she won't sit down yet. Well, I'm, I'm not familiar with farms, if I'm completely honest. Uh, I'm station, station man. I, I like the feel of the metal grates beneath my feet, but this is a different kind of place. And I would think that such an organic city would have a more together vibe. I, this this guardianship sounds so other. Oh, well, there are uh, so many predators in the wild that would try and scale an Elric tree like this. And, well... That is the reasons why the Guardians were first created, that we would have protection against these predators, so that, well, we could have a city here. But their focus seems to have grown and changed while the Reeve has been here. They do still protect the trees, but it seems like they're doing less protecting and more other things. Okay, I have a possibly strange question, because how did a Miryalan become your Reeve? I mean, wouldn't it be one of yourselves? Well, you see, it was while the Republic was still around that a Jedi Knight came here, was saying something about trying to set up a Republic outpost near Quellas, and they found us, as we had for long times in the past, at odds with each other, the two major clans, that as you come around and look more at Quellas, you will see that even under our reeve, it is still a city that is divided between the Helsher and the Tumras, and... We were on the verge of a civil war at that time. This Jedi, Ward, I believe his name was, thankfully he has moved on, he came here with a younger one and left the younger one in charge, a Markov. At which point, she'll do the as close to that as Sathari can for doing the Markov spit and then back yeah, to talking. I was wondering if that was what you're going for. She also would have done it for Ward as well, but Markov is one that I was wanting to emphasize. Markov has been Reeve here ever since. Ward was supposed to come back and finish settling the peace here, but he or Markov never did. And now. We are under the peace of the Reeve, such that it is. Cash mostly looks like she is in thought. She's actually has lifted one of her clawed hands and is sort of resting her chin in it. Skip is probably just really annoyingly fidgeting, making noise, but not contributing anything useful. New plan. Uh, Engage in some well-intentioned upheaval? I mean, that was, that was kind of the other plan. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, what, what's the new plan, Koba? Is, is this a quiet conversation again, or are we... 
<laughs> it's like, when do we sidebar? Ketch was right about us uh, drawing attention no matter what we did, so maybe the key, instead of trying to have as much information as we can before we have to meet up with the Reeves, is to make sure that he has as much bad information as we can manage. Interesting. Go on. I'm going to need some yarn and a bulletin board or two. Ooh, Skip has some string. <laughs> Polaroids. <laughs> Jill, you have Polaroids of uh, all I... of the major characters on this planet, right? <laughs> Skip, Skip goes into the backpack. I have orange and I have brown. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Ren, at Atomic Firebird. Uh, you can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, and Night with a K. I also have two D&D 5e actual play podcasts. The Glass Dagger can be found at CompleteNight.com, and Omen's Call can be found at Omen'sCall.com. I'm at Leslet GS. I, I moonlight on Flight Risk and Silhouette Zero, and you can find Ren's other project at their uh, Twitter, <laughs> where they usually have like a running calendar of what's going on. I do recommend you check it out. I think there's something called Make Believe. They're supposed to be touting, uh, yeah, but you know, I you know I've, I've got my own Twitch thing. It's it's fine. It's not it's not a podcast. So I'm you know, supporting it's, it's there. you. You can find it. Oh, although I do have, I do have a podcast coming out in three days. <laughs> Twitter.com slash uh, fast times DND. That's it. Bam. I'm done. And I'm Brandon. You can find me at blue of the kin on Twitter. And if you want to check out my Star Trek Adventures show where Christine also exists. Yay! Where I play a fish person. It's great. But you were, a, you were Ooh, a salamander person. Uh, I'm generically amphibious. Amphibious. Well, fish aren't amphibians, Christine. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> High five. See, it runs with me. You can you can check that out at uh, endeavorshow.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R show.com or endeavorshow on Twitter. You can find more info about Heroes of the Hydean Way at thehydeanway.com. With previous episodes and things we talk about, like Tarvixes. Tarvixes? <laughs> and Polaroids. <laughs> I don't know about that. Brandon, add to strength. the show notes. You can- we talk about strength. <laughs> you can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can toss a cred to your podcaster at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Should you be singing that? Uh, and motorcycle. Uh, we call them swoop bikes, Hillary. <laughs> oh, must be one of them diesel swoop bikes because it'd be so loud. <laughs> I didn't make a note that Skip flipped the light side for a feather. Did Skip actually flip the light side point? I don't think that actually did happen, so maybe it should. Whoops. I did that uh, thing again where I flipped the glass one, but not. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, Batman should have one dark side. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Ben. We love you. Skip is fine. We look over and Skip's just not there, having <laughs> followed a butterfly away. I'm sorry, I was muted. I was responding. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no worries. But we can go with the butterfly thing. If that, if that, if that, that That's more funny. You know what? Let's do that. <laughs> Turn around, Skip. Polaroids? <laughs> String. <laughs> String? Oh, that makes more sense. What is a 
Polaroid. <laughs> I'm waiting. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I got nothing. I was looking for a, a pun off of how it would be like something from an ice planet, like some kind of humanoid life form from an ice planet. Uh, please tell me though, when we start up the next episode, it, we're going to begin with Koba the of a crazy pointing emphatically at pictures and string and like thumbtacks. I can only on assume that's what's going to happen, right? I think yeah. we should cut at I have brown and orange, and then just open up with the crazy wall. Fair. Okay. <laughs> you go with that. So, so oh, to the I, intro. I know that I, I, I say. D to D at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's the <laughs> the vital role you've been given. 